I love these episodes when we can put ourselves into the time machine and fly into the future. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Money with Clay podcast. I'm your host, Clay, and clearly I got a little bit ahead of myself, but like I said, I love these time machine episodes. If you're maybe new to the podcast, when I say time machine, I just mean when there's people are older than you that have more life experience and then they start to talk about regrets. They talk they start to talk about wishes. They start to talk about things that ah, you know, I wish I would have done that or you know what? If I could do something differently, you know, fill in the blank of what they would do differently. Think about the advantage. Think about the power that that gives us of people that aren't quite there yet at that moment in life. I mean, that is pure power. That is like us being able to look into the future and see, okay, well, if that person in the future is saying those things, is suggesting that, is regretting those things, you know, maybe I should put some thought into that. And that is exa- exactly what we have here. As soon as I saw the this article pop up, I clicked on it as fast as could be because just from the title alone, uh, first off to the, what is the author's name? Michael, Mike, well done in your, your title of the article, solid stuff. I don't foresee this being a very long uh, episode, mainly because, and I'm not really patting myself on the back. If anything, I'm just, this is reassuring to me. This is a confidence building for me because, you know, talking or, you know, looking at what this millionaire has to say, these are all things that I've talked about. They've been a common theme on this podcast. So it's good to know that I'm not sitting here, you know, barking up and saying things, you know, barking up trees that don't really make much sense. But, um, you know, needless to say, I'm glad to know that I'm on the right path. I'm glad to know that I have the general right mindset. And for you as a listener, maybe this can offer you some confidence that I'm not a total mad, crazy person that, you know, what I'm talking about, you know, there, there, is, some, there is some validity to it. And again, this is coming from somebody in the future for many of us. Now, how far in the future? That's going to be different. Uh, this person is way far in the future if you're some sort of 18-year-old kid listening to this. Um, you know, so it's all a numbers game. But the point here being, there's some great information within this uh, little article. So the name of the article, which comes from CNBC, 67-year-old millionaire regrets not teaching his kids these six top money lessons when they were young. So we have somebody who's 67, they're a millionaire, but they have a regret. And the regret being, you know, I wish I would have I taught these things to my kids. Okay, well, I mean, even if it wasn't a regret, if some sort of millionaire is gonna be talking, I, I, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna blindly follow, but you know, it's at least worth listening. So picking up, just going through the list here, but number one on his list, you may have to wait to buy something. Kids need to learn that, If they really want something, they should wait until they've saved enough money to buy it on their own. Now, I realize this is geared towards kids, but I'm going to take a little liberty here and apply this to anybody, myself included. If you need to go get a loan on something, what does that mean? That means you can't afford it. The one exception I make is for real estate and is for, you know, your home. Because that's much different than pretty much everything else out there, off the top of my head. For example, the, the, the typical one I like to use is compared to a car, no, no excuse at all. If you need to get a loan for a car, guess what? You might just have to wait until you get that car. Find something that you can afford. 
How am I defining afford? Something that you can pay cash for. Why should you be paying cash for a car? Because it is a depreciating asset. That's why I make the exception for real estate. Real estate, historically speaking, over time tends to appreciate in value. So if you're getting, uh, if you're needing to take a loan out for something that is appreciating over time, that's fine. I can make an exception in that regard. But to take out a loan on something that goes down in value, or in other words, you are paying interest on something that is just losing value. That sounds like some sort of medieval horror fairy tale. I mean, think about it. I've got to pay interest on this thing, and this thing is actually becoming worth less and less as time goes by as I pay interest on it. That's terrible, and people wonder why they struggle and can't get ahead when they're out there taking on loans or leases or all this sort of stuff for something that just goes down in value. So you know what? Sometimes you just gotta, you gotta wait. You gotta wait to buy something that you want. And I get it, you want that, oh, oh that, that looks like a great SUV, that looks like a great car, that looks like a great, but you know what? You, you just can't afford it. And as it, like I said, as it goes, they should wait until they've saved enough money to buy it on their own. On their own meaning cash, not with a loan. Number two, he or she who dies with the most toys is not the victor. We all like having things, but expectation is a dreadful enemy of money management. We see so much of how the other half live in glossy magazines and on social media. Their lifestyles are glorified, making many of us think that life is all about working hard just so that we can be part, or just so that we can be one of the have mores of the world. But possessions don't make for a rich life. It's the experience and people, the things that money can't buy that make you truly wealthy. In my mind, true wealth is what you're left with if you lose all your money and possessions. A good reminder there. Um, and I'm glad he I, I'm glad he qualified when he says, uh, you know, making one of us think that life is all about working hard. Now, I, I, hard work, I, I believe severely in hard work, but I'm, I'm glad that he just said, well, you don't wanna just be working hard, working hard, working hard, just so that you can be one of the have mores. Uh, to that, I agree. If the only reason why you're working hard is so that you can get a, buy a bunch of materialistic possessions. I mean, that's fine. I'm not gonna fault you. I, 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 I credit you. I respect you for working hard. But I mean, hopefully you're just working hard so that someday you don't have to work hard because you know, you're building passive income. You're, you're, you're building multiple streams of income. I mean, that, that's for me at least. I, I work hard. I would consider myself a hard worker. But I do it from a, from a motivation, or my motivation source is laziness. Meaning, I wanna reach the point where I'm like, I don't wanna do anything today, but yet money still comes in. So that's what passive income is about. But overall, I fully agree. You can't just go out there and want possessions, 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 because uh, you know they can only take you so far. Number three, should sound familiar. The sooner you save, the faster your money can grow through compounding. Using compounding interest to grow your wealth relies on more than just money, it relies on time. In fact, given enough time, compounding, which happens uh, when you earn interest on both the money you've saved and the interest you've earned, is so effective that Albert Einstein called it the most powerful force in the universe. When you encourage your kids to start saving and investing as early as possible, they'll be more likely to secure their financial future. Once again, I'm taking liberty Yes, this is geared towards a kid, but let's apply it to anybody. Are you saving? If not, 
what are you waiting for? Let's go. It's time to get on it because this person is exactly right. It does, well, I only have that amount. Who cares? I don't care what amount you have. Time is a huge attribute in this whole compounding growth thing. You need time. If you go out there and you run numbers, it is crazy how if one person starts five or six or seven years sooner than somebody else, how much of a difference it makes in the long run. So I don't care how much money. You saying, well, I only have this, so I'm not gonna start. Okay, well then what are you gonna do with that money? Oh, I'm, I, it goes towards Netflix. Okay, that's awesome, yeah. I mean, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself that the reason you're not starting is because your lack of money. Just be honest with yourself. Say, no, I'd rather just buy stuff with it right now. Just don't lie to yourself, okay? Self-awareness, honesty with yourself will go a long way. I kind of already ruined this one a little bit, uh, but number four, put more focus into passive income. Not all income is created equal. Some streams are linear and some are passive. Linear income is what you get from a job. You might work for an hour and get paid every other week for the hours you work. That's it, if you don't show up for your job, you don't get paid. Passive income is when you work once, but continue to get paid over and over again from the work that you're no longer doing. The way to become wealthy is having passive income coming in, whether you go to work or not. Oh yes, I'm lazy, making money while you sleep. This is how property investors think. Initially, they work long hours, save up a deposit, and then invest it. Now their money starts working for them and keeps giving them sound investment returns passively in the form of capital growth and rental returns. And that's one reason why one of my streams of income is real estate. Number five, today's debt equals tomorrow's misery. When we're young, we tend to think about what will make us happy today, not tomorrow or 10 years from now. Unfortunately, this is what leads many to credit card debt or a lack of retirement savings. Yes, kind of already touched on this. Teach your kids that today's debt will rob them of tomorrow's earnings because they're sacrificing many they don't yet have. Limiting debt obligations when you're younger will mean having more control over your personal finances later on. And it also just flat out means it's more that you can save. And the more that you can save, the more the compounding takes place. And the more the compounding takes place, the crazier and crazier things get in your favor. So again, common theme, and there's a reason why I'm not spending too much time here, just because these are all things that you know have, have been talked about time and time again on the show. And then number six, luck is made through hard work. Many of us like to attribute the success of others all to good fortunes, and they have that in quotes. Maybe those successful people were in the right place at the right time, or maybe they knew the right person. But truly successful people do the hard yards, do the hard yards. I've never heard that saying. I might start to use it though. But truly successful people do the hard yards to reach the pinnacle of their chosen field or endeavor. If you can find something you're passionate about and make a living out of it, you'll be far more likely to achieve great things, including financial freedom. Exactly. Well said. Uh, again, don't stop lying to yourself. Stop being dishonest. Of course. Of course there's people out there that happen to be in the right place at the right time. Sure, there's people that maybe knew somebody, but don't, don't take a couple of outliers and then just say, yeah, that's like every single case. That is the norm. No, that's not the norm. The norm is people get out there, hustle, grind, make it happen, and then guess what? They do it all over again. They hustle, grind, make it all happen, and then they do it again. But as they're doing it, they're not putting themselves in debt. They're not 
going out there and saying, well, you know, I, I, I should be investing, but I really don't have that much money. Um, and plus I'm debt free, so yeah, I'm just gonna go buy this other stuff. No, they have a plan. I'm not saying that you can't watch Netflix. I'm not saying that you can't have a Starbucks coffee. My point is, there needs to be a little bit better structure. You need to be honest with yourself. And quite frankly, I get sick and tired of people where you can just tell they're masking their, uh, you know, their lack of discipline. Discipline being the form of, you know what? If I just forego the whatever I want right this second, then you know what? It'll actually be better a few years down the road. But they sacrifice that in the name of some sort of weak excuse, like, oh well, I just don't have enough to get, you know. St- for example, invested in the stock market. No, that's that's such a pitiful excuse. It's it's flat out wrong, especially in this day and age of the stock market and investing and the way it's working. I mean, you could go out there and buy a, a fraction of a share of a company. In fact, that's what they're called, fractional shares. So if you can't afford, let's just say, a share of Amazon, you can still buy a tenth of a share, a half of a share, a fifth of a share, I mean, you can get any, so this whole thing is, well, I only have this amount, so I just can't get, no, that's that's just not how it works, and you're being dishonest to yourself. And when you're dishonest with yourself, you're not gonna put yourself in the best position possible. And again, these six things, um, sure, I've talked about them, like I said, throughout the course and the history of this podcast, but this is just coming from somebody, 67 years old, a millionaire, and they, they really wish they would have focused more on these things with their kids. So as a father of four myself, I mean, I'd like to think I was already planning on all these things. I mean, my oldest is just about to turn eight. So I, I still got a little bit of time. Uh, but yeah, we're already starting to work on the money stuff. Um, and But even if you're not a kid, sometimes, I mean, you could be, who knows, you could be 50 and you need to hear some of this stuff. That's okay. It's better to hear it now rather than never. And you can get started on it right away. So keep this stuff in mind and realize that when people that are successful, when people in the future are saying certain things, it's probably worth not blindly following, but at least listening to. These are common themes that have come up time and time again. So get out there, focus on these things, and please be honest with yourself, because if you do that, then at least you know what sort of areas you may be a little bit weaker on in regards to these things. And that way you can start to improve with it, and I got nothing but respect for you. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there. And I I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, 
then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.